listening to the Savannah Zombie Podcast, the podcast of author Josh Vasquez. That's me. Uh, it's a podcast where I talk about all kinds of things. I talk about zombies. I talk about writing, what it what it means to be an author. And, uh, sometimes I do special things like post audiobook versions of uh, my short stories. You can go back and check out CJ's story in the older episodes of this podcast um it's separated into three parts for your listening pleasures um and sometimes i do fun things like tyson versus the zombie apocalypse which everybody seems to be getting a kick out of me and uh me and my old boy tyson trying to figure out when to do the next episode um so hopefully we'll do that in this uh upcoming week i haven't uh nailed down anything uh anything solid with with my boy um but uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll figure that out because I'm looking forward to doing part two of Tyson versus the Zombie Apocalypse. That'd be a lot of fun. So uh, yeah, that's something you got to look forward to. What else do I do on this podcast? Man, I just talk about all kinds of stuff, man. I talk about uh, recently we talked about Avengers Endgame because that's a cultural phenomenon. Some would say a historical incident in our annals of history, and. Uh, yeah, some would argue that it's not because it's not 100 years old, but 100 years from now, I'm pretty sure they'll be like, dude, Avengers Endgame changed everything. Except they won't say dude, they'll probably say some new slang word that we never heard of. Because that's how them kids be talking in 2119 that year. Anyways, so uh, yeah, I pretty much talk about all sorts of things on this podcast. Um, I don't really have like one certain thing that I, uh, I guess if it, if, if it all boils down, I mean, I guess I kind of tackle like nerdy subjects, but I wouldn't say I'm a nerd podcast. Um, cause I mean, there's a lot of other podcasts out there that be doing that nerd thing, you know, and, uh, be doing a good job at it and I'm just doing an okay job at it. So, uh, yeah. Wow. I think that's like the first time I've ever actually let the music go all the way and um honestly i think it sounds better that way normally i kind of just like cut it out it's like get out of here music um but uh yeah i think i'm just gonna i'm gonna go ahead and talk like just let it just let it roll out naturally that's a little bit of the the uh background of um my podcast and how i makes it um I think I go over that pretty much every week. I just touch on it. Like, hey, if this is your first time listening to the Savannah Zombie Podcast, just know that my production values are low. Um, and I say that because it, I record this on my way to work. And um, I record it using my phone. I use a, I use a couple of apps to, uh, to get it out there, get it out in the world. But uh, the main app, of course, is Anchor FM. And uh, that helps me uh, farm it out to all them uh, podcasting uh, stations, apps, or whatever you call those things that you listen to podcasts on, um, to get it into your ears and just to cram it right up there in your ear holes. So if you hear background noise, it's because I'm driving in my car and it's, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, I hear, I hear like, a, like a clicking right now i don't know if y'all will hear that or if that's just a little special treat that i'm getting on my end but i don't know so anyways let's get to uh the meat of today's episode and uh, the thing that i want to talk about you know 
So last week we talked a little bit about um, Dungeons and Dragons and how I'm like getting my toes wet in it. And um, I've been wanting to play for a while. Um, it's kind of like one of those things that I've always wanted to do, but to find like the right people to like play with, like I've never really had that. Um, so uh, I think right now, me and my brothers and my brother, one of my brother's fiancés, I think, I think we're gonna get together a little family game. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it'd be a lot of fun. So I'm actually going to, because like I think only, I think only she's played before. Um, yeah. So I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna be DMing this thing, a dungeon mastering. Um, I have no experience dungeon mastering, um, but, but this weekend, um, on, uh, Sunday to be precise, I got that old fifth edition dungeon master's guide in the mail. So I'm reading through that kind of slowly, just kind of digesting all the things and slowly learning that maybe I should have bought the player's guide first, um, the player's handbook. But the thing is, is like. Amazon, um, well, it's like, actually not just Amazon, I think it was like across a, a bunch of online retailers, did this awesome sale at the beginning of the week, and I guess it was a one-day thing, and I really wish I would have took advantage of that sale, because them books, which are normally, like, in stores, you'll get them for 50 bucks a pop, and that's expensive. Um, that's expensive, like, I mean, it is, but it isn't, like, if you think about how much you drop on a brand new video game one of those books is kind of comparable to that but uh, if you're just playing you just need really the player's handbook you don't need the other two you don't need the dungeon master guide or the and now if you've played D&D for like a long time this is all very much introductory stuff like you don't need to know this kind of stuff but I'm just recapping it for all the people out there that don't know D&D um, and not like I'm an expert on it or anything, but, uh, yeah, so, if you're just playing it, you just need that player's guide, that player's handbook, and I would definitely recommend picking that one up first, but me, um, I wasn't able to get that one because it wasn't available from, it was only available from third-party sellers on Amazon, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, plus it was like, uh, $32, where the Dungeon Master Guide was 28. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and get that one. I think I'm gonna be probably DMing this game anyways. Um, which is right up my alley because you're basically just, you're, it, it's called the Dungeon Master, but you're basically the Master Storyteller. You're, you're basically the MS, which I guess is already taken by, you know, multiple scleros sclerosis or Microsoft Paint. I don't know. But anyways, uh, yeah, so you don't wanna, uh, you don't want to call it MS, but anyways, uh, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about it. I love storytelling, and I love crafting stories, and I love, like, just, like, building up story worlds and stuff like that. It's one of my favorite parts about being an author is uh, making up stories and uh, just the worlds that they're in. That's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I felt like, like uh, being the Dungeon Master is kind of right up my alley. Um, so I got the guide for it, and I'm reading through it, and it just—it's basically just a bunch of uh, 
just world building stuff tells you how to you know just make up uh, make up your own your own world for your players to play in and I think that's super cool I think it's gonna be like pretty helpful on the uh, creative end and the author end as well because uh, just gets the mind juices flowing y'all and uh, sometimes when you be working that normal job and you be an author on the sides them creative juices they don't be flowing like you want them to but you know what sometimes it be like that and uh you just have to you just have to find out how to get them juices flowing and uh so this is uh this is one of my ways of trying to figure out how to get it i mean some people call it writer's block i don't know if it's really necessarily writer's block or so much more writer ain't got no time to do that job so um yeah that's one thing but uh I, I, so I'm like three weeks into my like new position at my job and my position now requires a lot of driving and it's a lot of driving by myself so I'm pretty excited about that because when I wrote A New Death the first book in the Savannah Zombie novel series I was doing a lot of driving by myself so it gave me a lot of time to think listen to some music and be inspired and stuff like that um, so um, pretty excited for that. I'm kind of, I'm kind of still in like the like beginning stages though, because I'm still like learning how to do everything like with my position and all the stuff that entails. Uh, so it's kind of like not just like mindless like driving. Um, you know where you kind of kind of just kind of can just chill a little bit. I gotta do a little thinking on the side too. So plus I got that old newborn. Well, she's still I don't know. She's be eight weeks this week tomorrow. Is that still considered newborn? I don't. I don't really remember how the whole baby things work. I mean, she a baby, you know. She just a little baby. But uh, I got her at home. I got my four-year-old. So uh, you know, and my wife. So you know, of course, my family. They need. They need time too. They need. They need Joshua time. So, um, out of all the important things in my life, you know, like as much as I love being an author and I love writing, you know, that one kind of takes a backseat. But uh, so. I'm just, you know, I'm just out there, just trying to do my thing, and try to get, uh, trying to get these creative juices flowing. And part of that is uh, dipping my toes into the world of uh, D and D. So, pretty excited about that. But the main thing that I want to talk about today is story building, and um, kind of how I came across building the, uh, or how I ended up building the Savannah Zombie novel and uh, that series, and then the North Pole Zombie series. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and like I said, most professional podcasts, they just cut that right out. But guess what? I'm not. It's going to stay right there. That cough's going to be right in there until the end of time. Um, so, yep. Anyways, uh, so when I've, I've gone over the story of uh, how I made Samantha Zombie Novel into a book series and all that many a time. So if you've heard this before, I apologize. But I'm just going to do a quick recap. Uh, but... Yep, in high school, me and a buddy, we wanted to make a zombie movie, and uh, so we set out to make this zombie movie, just a low-budget deal, very very simple, and um, uh, we got, uh, uh, I made up a couple of outlines, and I wrote up a couple pages of script, and just kind of get us started, uh, to give us an idea, and um, basically what happened is, is that we were um, seniors in high school, and we had no money. And no resources. Uh, wasn't like today where you can just uh, film something on your phone. 
Uh, I think the top of the line phone back then was the Razer, the Motorola Razer. Um, and uh, so f for those of you that don't know, that's like a flip phone and it was very thin. So, you know, very fancy. Very top of the line for 2005-2006. Uh, so anyways, we didn't have any money, so we couldn't buy any equipment. Um, and so we didn't end up making the movie. Um, but I don't know how exactly motivated we were to do that, but um, it just never happened. But I kept those pages of script and outline in uh, some of my writing stuff over the years and um, just sat there in the closet, you know, just biding its time. And eventually I dusted it off and turned, uh, turned those couple of pages of script in, into a couple of chapters. I think they lay dormant for a little while too. Um, so eventually, uh, me and another buddy, Avery, started uh, getting into well, getting into zombies and all that stuff. And uh, I think The Walking Dead had just came out. So uh, as far as like the TV show, and um, shh, be quiet, man. I still haven't fixed that beep. It's okay. I don't know if you've like if you've been listening and like every time I mention the beep that my van makes, it's just the right blinker. I know I should get that. Like it's just me changing the bulb. But I don't, I don't be remembering that job, you know. So until I get in the car, and it made that beep noise at me, and then it's too late, you know. It's too late. AutoZone ain't early, open this early. Vance Auto Parts ain't open this early, and those aren't ads. That's just me just naming auto places. But um, yeah. So anyways, uh, I sent those chapters over to Avery, and he's like, "Dude, these are good. You got to send me more." Avery, not really much of a reader. He's kind of. Uh, he was uh, very much the uh, ADHD kind of personality, very much uh, not, if you don't grab his attention right away, he gone, you know? So the fact that I was able to keep his attention with these chapters and to get him to be like, hey, hey, keep sending these, um, keep keep writing more and all that kind of uh, spurred me on to write more chapters and to eventually just, you know, write a book. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much the origin story of how a new death came to be there's a lot more obviously and i think i talk about it in another podcast episode um but yeah so basically that's just how it happened i had this outline from actually I had two outlines it was a uh from there's like two different outlines uh, an outline a and an outline b where once they get to a certain point they kind of split off and they have different endings but it's basically the same scenes and my idea or thinking behind that was we can shoot all of these scenes and then when it comes time to edit it we can have these two different endings and whichever one we feel like works best we can do that and uh, so actually had two different two different um, outlines which was uh, now that I look back on it very helpful for me when I came to write the book because there's a lot of things um, that I have used in both outlines in further books so um, yeah so when it came time to start like writing it like when I started writing it um, I just wrote like the first few chapters uh, as like kind of they were in the outline and in the script um, and kind of made it into more of a story form. I borrowed some things from other things I had written um, previously. Um, just kind of that's one thing that I've always done. And even if you write something and 
it's not good or you deem it like I don't think I'm gonna do anything with this like even if it's like a short story and all that like there's plenty of short story stuff that I've written um, since I've since I've been writing that I have doctored into uh, the Savannah zombie novel or the North Pole zombie series um, so don't always think that like just because something's no good you throw it away and that's like the last of it you could always just shelve it and then be like hey like you know what that idea kind of works for what i'm working on now and uh you could just frankenstein that bad boy right in there um i really like that's that's a thing that i do a ton um even if it's just like an idea like i'll write down something you know you kind of always like the you see like the 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 author you know stereotype with like a notebook or a video or not a video uh, a voice recorder they're always kind of like jotting down ideas or recording things well you know that's yeah that's that's definitely something you probably should uh think about whether it's on your phone or you actually you know rather write it down on paper and stuff like that um or you know you're more of a voice recording kind of deal um yeah do what works for you and keep those ideas because you never know when those ideas might uh work into something else and that happened that's just happened to me a ton of times so anyways uh, I go to build uh, a new death and um, I basically just kind of go chapter by chapter um, um, by outline and of course you know the story kind of grows as I write it um, I get the characters into spots where it's like okay I've gotten them from point A to point B but what are they doing now that they're here at this point in the story? Like, it, yeah, so there's just a ton of like, all right, so I've got to fill in the blanks here, fill in the blanks here. And outline's not, you know, an absolute. It's more of a starting point. It's the skeleton of a story. And you got to put that meat on them bones, you know? You got to bulk that thing up. So, uh, and that's pretty much just how I, how I did uh, A New Death. Um, and uh, I know it sounds kind of like like basic and there's like this whole like if you're if you've been a writer for any amount of time um, I'm sure you've heard the whole like are you a, a plotter or a, or a pantser and that's like a whole like debate not a debate but just like you got two teams and uh, a plotter being someone who like outlines and plots their their story before they write it um and then a pantser being somebody who just kind of like writes by the at the seat by the seat of their pants, and that's where it comes from, and uh, just kind of like goes with the flow and lets the the muses trickle words into their ear holes, and uh, yeah, so yeah, neither one of those are right, neither one of them are wrong. Um, I think I tend to fall more towards a plotter, um, but kind of very loosely. Because um, I, I, I will do outlines, but they eventually end up becoming more just like, these are the beats of the story. These are like, um, it's almost like chapter summaries, all right? So like this stuff happens in this chapter, blah, 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 blah. This kind of affects this, la, la, la. It, it's not so much like a uh, point A, uh, subsection B, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, your standard, like what you think of when an out, you write an outline. Because it's funny, because like in school, like I hated having to do outlines for things. Um, but it's one of those things that, <laughs> that as a, as an author and a writer now, like I use it all the time. 
so but uh not like a actual actual outline so but anyways um yeah so if you're like struggling to find like where to start or where to get off on your story and all that like I would really suggest you know maybe just taking some time and trying to plot out like all right this happens this happens this happens and then this happens this causes that it kind of just outline it and uh just write out those uh those beats you know and uh, it might it might help you uh get out of that funk um and likewise you know at the same time maybe you're you're getting stuck because you're too stuck on your outline you're too stuck on on those beats and basically what it all sums up to is that um any writing advice you get you could just throw that out the window you gotta you gotta use it all you know there's no set way to write your book there's no set way that is like this is the way to write you have to find what works for you and sometimes it takes using everything or not using the things that don't work for you like if like you're not motivated at all by plot points don't use them like if it doesn't help you don't use it and i think that's where a lot of writers get hung up it's like they're like oh man i just i don't know what to do but you do know what to do you just have to figure out how to do it for you um you're you're like if you have that innate ability to write like which i think it is kind of a a thing that people have and don't have um if you have that ability then you just you know how to write you just have to figure out the best way to write for you um and sometimes that takes reading uh writing uh books books on writing um or blogs or watching youtube videos but honestly like i i feel myself like when i get to those points i started like all right maybe maybe if i read this book about writing it'll help me maybe if i learn how to save this cat you know it'll help me or if i watch this this youtuber um tell me about how she made um um her book like maybe if i listen to that that'll that'll help me honestly it really doesn't it, it really none of none of the the only book that i've have felt that is helpful um is uh stephen king's on writing and that's basically because he tells you writing advice is a bunch of bullshit <laughs> so um yeah um and he, stephen king is a classic example of yeah i'm gonna do whatever works for me um and he does and it works for him because he'd be popping out them books like it's nothing and uh so anyways yeah that's my little rant about writing advice um so yeah and that's how that's how i wrote the first book in the span of zombie novel series and when it came to write the second one i did kind of the same thing um coming out of that first book pretty fresh uh there was the the cj uh short story um in there as well uh in between uh books one and two um and i wrote that pretty much the, the same way that it is wrote is in written in three parts so i wrote kind of a summary for each part and then wrote a chapter for each part and it's just a short little three chapter story and uh a three part story um and that's it so uh when it came time to write uh, book two a new darkness i was coming off of book one um i knew exactly where the story was going and it's uh it was still pretty fresh in my mind kind of had this idea of where these characters would go and how, what would end up 
Um, so I started writing out the outline. And the outline for me, like, it, because it becomes more of these like chapter summaries, isn't so much more an outline, but it's, it's almost like, uh, like I know um, writer, author Chuck Wendek has referred to it as like a zero draft, um, where it's kind of basically just a draft where you kind of get it all out um, in, in the very beginning, and then you go back and you kind of write the, the first draft, the rough draft after that. Um, it, it kind of almost becomes like this prelude, this zero draft um, to, to what I eventually write because it's like the, just the basic basic pieces of it. And so when I wrote A New Death, I wrote all these, uh, all these chapter beats and um, just kind of like flowed out really easy. Um, and for the most part, like A New, new Darkness, like really, it really uh, matched up to what I wrote out in... Um, in the chapter in the chapter summaries and uh yeah so like book two was pretty easy to finish up but the problem was uh with book three and the book that i've been working on for years now is that uh i didn't really like i had an idea of like what was going to happen after a new darkness and um i had this idea of i really wanted to get the characters back into Savannah for um, just for some reason um, and I had to figure out what that reason was so getting getting my characters because uh, basically just uh, I guess spoilers if you've never read read the books uh, what happens is there's a group of characters that they are uh, in Savannah when the zombie um, outbreak happens so they attempt to get out of Savannah and to get away from highly populated areas because less people equals less zombies. So they do succeed in getting out of Savannah and um, they uh, end up out near Statesboro, which is uh, about roughly an hour away from Savannah. And um, so they're out there in the country a little bit and they spend some time out there and they end up having some stuff happen. Um, and uh, they kind of get separated a bit, and so that's kind of how book two ends. Book two kind of ends on that downer. Um, it's a little uh, Empire Strikes Back, you know, a little uh, Avengers Infinity War. Like, uh, what just happened? Um, the story did not end well. Uh, there's kind of just a little glimmer of hope there at the end, um, but not much. So, um, when I started to, like, tackle the idea of writing a new daybreak um book three in the savannah zombie series i knew what i wanted to do but i didn't know where to go so the outlining took a little bit longer because i had to figure out it and uh it introduces a lot more characters and a lot more characters um like what do you like what do you do with these characters and stuff like that then i have a lot of uh recurring characters um so a lot of callbacks and stuff like that. And I've always kind of planned that uh, New Day Break would be the end of the series. It'd be a trilogy. But it uh, it might have four. It might have four in there. Now that I've kind of gotten to a point where I have written um, the outline for New Day Break. So. And that's just another thing about story building too. And another thing about um, just writing books in general. Like sometimes you will write the story and you will realize that there is more story here so that's a thing that you got to deal with 
and um, let's see what else, what else, what else, what else is helpful for all of you listeners out there trying to make your own, make your own stories. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. But like, I drew inspiration from um, so many different places and so many different things because um, when I first wrote a new death, it was kind of written as like this love letter to the to the zombie um, apocalypse genre, whether it be movies, books, or um, TV shows and all that stuff. So there's a lot of uh, callbacks to different uh, different things, and I kind of continue that through the series, but um, it eventually kind of became its own universe, and it's got its own characters, and that's a cool thing, too, is, um, you know, some of my characters, like, they start off as, like, stereotypes, but, which, like, as a writer... Um, just another like small nugget of writer advice like your characters can start off as stereotypes that's fine as long as they don't stay that way you know there has to be growth um, and there has to be um, more depth or basically your readers just aren't going to care they're not going to care about your characters and if your readers don't care about your characters they're probably not going to care about your books like characters are like the huge part because those are the vehicles that the people that the readers um that they go through the books with um so yeah um you can build up this amazing uh in book universe and stories and um you know an amazing setting and all that stuff and just have all of like this background information all of this wealth of uh um like politics and and all the social ongoings and stuff like that but if your characters are boring ain't nobody gonna want to read that book you know and um, that's one thing that I'm picking up and that I'm just loving uh, seeing just like from an author, from a writer um, aspect in Dungeons and Dragons, you know, like it's like very like in the very beginning, it's like if the DM, uh, the Dungeon Master God, it's like, look, you can make these amazing worlds and all that. But if it's not fun for your players, they're not going to care and they're not going to want to play the game. So I just love that that's a huge part of it, um, especially it's just a huge, just a huge uh, thing for writers too. Is I think we get bogged down in the in the world building, the story building, but um, if you forget about your characters and the characters that your readers care about, um, especially like 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 for me as a person who's writing a series, um, I can kind of tell from my readers and from like reviews and stuff like that, like which characters resonate with certain people, um, and uh, it's it's just interesting how many people you know gravitate towards Lex who in in my book series is kind of like this gruff older guy who's like very immature and sarcastic but he's sometimes a jerk but he's also kind of like he's he's like that lovable uh he's that lovable um slob figure that everybody kind of tends to gravitate towards so um Yep, um, I think that's it about story building that I'm, uh, I want to talk about today. I know I didn't really go into the story building of North Pole Zombies, so maybe I'll, I'll touch on that on a later episode. I think I just need to do an episode about where I came up with the idea of North Pole Zombies, because um, that was fun. Um, that was a fun series to write, and um, to be honest, I mean, I really haven't got much reception for it, but I kind of did release it like right at... Christmas time, so maybe as a couple Christmases go on, there'll be some more, uh, some more, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know if I'm going to continue or not, because like I said, I don't really, I haven't seen much reception on it, but uh, um, I'd like to, because there's a lot more story there, and it just kind of gets sillier and sillier, 
But, uh, yeah, that's it for today, everybody. Um, if I sounded a little bit, uh, a little bit less, uh, bouncy today, it's because I haven't had the coffee yet. Uh, so this episode was not brought to you by, by Bean Juice, uh, which is a bummer, because I need to get some. And, um, yeah, it's not Monday morning for most people, but it is my Monday morning. <laughs> so, uh, it is, I'm ready to get some coffee in me and, I guess, go to work, so... But all right, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I always appreciate uh, seeing uh, those listening uh, statistics pop up on the Anchor FM app. Uh, it's always very cool. Um, so I appreciate uh, any reviews that y'all leave on um, your different uh, podcasting listening um, avenues, whatever that, whether that be Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or Spotify or Anchor FM itself. Um, and don't forget, you can always leave me a voice message on Anchor FM uh, if you have an idea that you want to hear me talk about for the show, or if you have some feedback, if you want to talk about story building, if you're an author and you want to talk about some story building stuff, um, let me know, and uh, we'll play it in a uh, future episode. And then uh, see as far as news, 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 news. I don't really have any news um, other than just trying to get that uh, part two of Tyson versus the Zombie Apocalypse scheduled. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can do that. I don't, I don't know how busy this weekend is, but maybe we can squeeze it in there. He wants to do it like <laughs> Tyson wants to do it like together, like live, like um, not live, but like uh, in person. Uh, where last time we kind of did it over, over the phone via the Anchor FM app, and uh, so I don't know. It's just it's a lot more logistics to um, work out because see, I live on one side of Savannah, and then he lives on the complete opposite side of Savannah. So, um, that's kind of, that's kind of hard to do, but, uh, yeah. So I will see everyone next time on the Savannah zombie podcast. Thanks for listening. Um, I appreciate you listening and, um, that's it.